Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is our episode 97, Annabelle Creation 1. I'm sure you guys have been looking forward to. We've been looking Ooh. forward to it. Jess <laughs> is sick. She's been looking forward to it that much. So no, <laughs> no Jess with us tonight. So we've got Larry. Hello. And Ewan. Hello. And we've just had a couple of weeks off. Um, I was away for Halloween in France, in Nantes. I think that's how you say it. So is it Nantes? Nantes? I don't know. Sounded like uh, something else, but hey ho. <laughs> so I was there. I, we, we, we won a holiday through some pink ladies. Long story. They're apples. Um, but yeah. a couple of years ago, we won a holiday. And it, yeah, they, they asked us to go over there by, by airplane, which was great for the kids because they'd never been on an airplane. Nice. And yeah, we had three or four days in France. So that was great. Last week, I was just too tired because I bought a dog. Nice. So, what kind of dog? Yeah, well, I was going to ask this. Okay. So I, I go to my friend. He, he's got a dog, um, one of these cockapoos, whatever it is, anyway. So we were thinking along those lines. But anyway, he said, Oh, my friend's got some, some dags. Some dags, it's a dags, dags, yes, with proper snatch. Dags, dags. Oh, you got dags anyway. Have you ever seen so, snatch? So he, he takes like me. ages ago, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he goes, Follow me, follow me. We're going, we're going, look at this dog. You're gonna have a look at it if you like. I'm like, okay, all right. So I follow him down there, and we're going down some windy roads and come up across these like stables and things and old car wrecks and things like that. <laughs> um. So you find the dogs like fighting yeah. each other in a, in a cage. No. <laughs> so, yes, Jess is waiting for the story as well. So Jess is watching. It's great. Um, anyway, so I get there and there's there's the big horse and it had the uh, biggest penis I'd ever seen, actually. <laughs> so so that, that was interesting. Then, then next to it, there was three little puppies running around. Um, living outside, some of it was open. They barely to compared to the horse. Yeah, <laughs> the, the penis was longer than the well, yeah, longer than the puppies. And that's no joke. So combined as well. <laughs> I asked him. I said, "What, what, what, what make the puppies of these then? You know, and they they what were make? yeah. Sorry. What make a puppies <laughs> of these? Were they, were they, yeah, yeah. Were they Volkswagen? Were they? Well, that's yeah, what yeah. I needed to know. What what yeah. version they were or whatever. Um, so <laughs> they're lurchers. Right. So, anyway, we, 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 and I'll put a photo on Twitter at some point so you can all see it. Um, so, so they got this lurchers and he gives, he gives me one of them and, and my son was with me <clears throat> and it's shaking and it's obviously it's quite cold and stuff. So, uh, I ended up disappearing to hedge end to a cash machine and, and buying a box and bringing this little, little puppy home. And, uh, He's been with us just over a week now, mm. um, and he's only just started uh, weeing outside, although I don't understand he was weeing outside anyway. Um, so I'm learning all about dogs. It's quite interesting, and obviously, probably Larry knows how much hard work it is, and Jess, I expect. Yeah. I don't know about you, Ewan. Um, but they are quite hard work, these, these dogs, because they just want to piss and crap everywhere, basically, yeah. and eat. Um, but today we let him off his lead in the garden, so he's been running around, and he he jumps about like a little lamb, you know. 
all over the place. So that's been hard work. So I've, I've bored you to tears of my story. And his name is Seamus as well. Good. So, nice. we've, so nice. we've, we've, we've called him Seamus. Any particular and, reason or just? Um, just Seamus. Yeah, Seamus? That's, yeah it's, it's that kind of Irishy where he came from mm. feel and we thought it suited him. I was thinking either either the poet or the character in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, famous. <laughs> so yeah, that's been it's been really nice, and the boys have really taken to it, and, and everyone has, and it is hard work, and uh, um, yeah, everyone needs to get involved though, because you can't just leave that to one person. So there you go. That's my little story about what I've been getting up to the last couple of weeks, Larry. Um. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, Halloween. So Halloween was quite uh was just very chilled obviously like around here you get a lot of kids who who love it so you've got like banging on the door and stuff but obviously uh, going into your story when you have two dogs they fucking hate that yeah uh, the same with fireworks um, yeah but they were all right with fireworks it the halloween was actually more of a because because whenever someone knocks on the door they're just so alert to be like right you want to run to the front door and they're quite big dogs so to get them away is is a hassle um yeah but it went to mainly been working that's the truth of it um went to london and picked up some cool things um one of them is actually just to my left so i guess i can show it again yes so this this is what we know why you've been using this for haven't you can you show everyone uh, my hands so fucking <laughs> so for audio listeners this is the infinity gore version of the infinity gauntlet um, you might be able to hear it yeah and you can take out individual gems this i mean again proper nerdy i love it though but you can take out each individual gem and Pop it all back in, and, and you, you got can... that from Anne Summers, I presume. Or... <laughs> oh yeah, it's their, it's their newest. It's their newest uh, collection. <laughs> you know, originally the fingers weren't movable, so I think they really stepped up. <laughs> you know, and with the gems being removable, who tells what you can come up with? Yeah, yeah. The so fingers that... spin around as well, don't they? So is that yeah. an expensive piece of equipment or is that the start of the suit you're buying or is it <laughs> i'm building my own iron man suit yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Uh, um no so so uh, it's a funny story <laughs> it's a funny story um i went into hmv which i picked up uh, another item which was a halo helmet which was i think m mispriced because it was a lot cheaper than it All should right, have we been. need to see it put it on oh jeez <laughs> Oh Jesus! All right, all right. Come on, Larry. Let's see this thing. Oh, I've got a bit of ass there as well. Yeah, Larry's nice pants. There he is. <laughs> so that—that that is oh, that is so mate. cool. Yeah, I love it because it makes your head look three times bigger. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you can see out of it as well, like fully, like oh, this. Nice. Obviously, you can't see into it, but it's completely clear. Which is cool. Mm. Um, Do you go out on your yeah. bicycle with that on? Or... 
on your BMX. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, will it be road legal? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. I know. Just but I'm proud. <laughs> God damn it, I'm proud. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, I went into HMV and had a little look. Ironically, I was doing some birthday and Christmas shopping. <laughs> um, no, not for, yeah. not for myself. myself. But, yeah. Merry Christmas. But um, yeah, long like I found the helmet was cheaper than it should have been. Um, but in HMV, the um, gauntlet is like 139 quid. And I, without sounding bad, but you know, it's just not, for me, it's like it's a bit too expensive. But in the same, in Westfield, the same shopping center, two shops down, the entertainer. And so I was grabbing a gift for, um, uh rears um like nephews and stuff um and just so happened to see the same gauntlet for 70 80 quid cheaper um so wow. i was like i was literally just like oh you know what screw it i was like go on then <laughs> nice <laughs> but no I've, 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 other than that it's just like been watching a few things and then um today went out to uh the harvester which I had a very big meal, which it was bigger than I intended. Very nice. I haven't been to Harvester in years. No, I know. I saw it and was like, "Oh, we should go there." So we we went there, and it was it was it was really nice. Was it a birthday? <laughs> no, no, no. Literally, just just it was one of those things where you know on Sunday I was, you kind of feel a bit deflated from you just want mm. a chill day. Yeah. We were like, "Oh, what do we want for lunch?" And you're looking on Deliveroo, and it's all very much like you know. Just like fast foodist sort of stuff, and I was yeah. a bit and like, you already, had, you, already, you already had four McDonald's that week. <laughs> I've cut down since uni a lot. I will say, <laughs> uni was bad. Like it was like, what were we doing for breakfast? McDonald's. What are we doing for McDonald's. lunch? McDonald's. What are we doing? I've never dinner? had a delivery. McDonald's. Never. We don't have that really good. Where I am, we don't get that. I well, I I didn't used to get it where I was, but here it it was popped up, and it was like, oh, cool. Um, yeah, give this a go. Thing. Yeah, no, oh, I was yeah. going to say London and Emsworth, um, and and they they add they consistently add new like restaurants and stuff to it. But yeah, just it was it was a really good meal. It's just it was big. I added like a mixed grill, but like I had the like doubled up version because I was like I'm really hungry, and it just came out on this huge plate. And Rhea had like finished her food, and I was had been eating and eating and eating it. Like I feel like I didn't make a fucking dent in the thing. And I'd like I just sat there like fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, Larry. For uh, getting through yeah, well done. Yeah. I feel again I feel, I do feel proud. Yeah. Do you take photos of of your food before no, you eat it? No. Because there's someone I work with he does it all the time. And he even has like the cutlery and salt and pepper and that's set in a certain place I, is that a new thing for people or is that well it's an like, instagram thing isn't it, is really? it i i don't get it i mean if you like your food and you want to be like look what i've eaten great well i had a doner kebab last night so i should have done, done it with that <laughs> shouldn't I? but where does where does where does where does it end where does it end though because like with like you know you could be with any like you know we I don't know, going on, go on a little bit of a rant, but like, where will it end though? Because I feel, I feel like in future there, there will be more trends where it's like, I don't know, just gone to the toilet, 
<laughs> Look at this. I think it's the. I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I don't do it because I. I want to eat my food when I get my. Yeah, food, that's I what mean? I mean. I see um, it and I'm like, I'm hungry. Yeah, but I think it's like. I think it's more of a like a lifestyle thing, like, like especially with like Instagram influencers. <clears throat> they're like, uh, you know, look how the way I live, sort of thing. And it's usually yeah. at sort of like decent restaurants and stuff like that. You know yeah. that that you know the restaurants would like to have some sort of promotion in some sort of instagrammy yeah. way sometimes um but often I, often i'm sort of like well well sometimes i'm stuck with a bunch of influencers because some of like the press events for like film stuff you often have to go to these things and it's it, it's a different world to me i mean mm. i mean I, I i often i often feel weird when i'm like doing certain instagram posts because i'm a bit more active now because twitter's gone up the wall but it's sort mm. of like it's sort of Instagram's quite quite fun and quite cool, but I but I I, I feel I, I, if I was an influencer, I'd be under so much pressure, like yeah. all the time, to create something that was like well decent. Was well, just, uh, yeah, but with like taking pictures of food as well, like I can more understand it if you've been cooking and you make mm. yourself some good food, yeah. and you're like, oh, I'll take a picture of this and showcase that. But and I and I get the influencer part as well, but it's that bang smack in the middle where it's like I I've I've gone to TGI Fridays. Yeah, oh. this is your Friday. No, yeah, yeah, it's like, and it's like, and it's, and it's, like it's like, look at look at this burger. Wow. Maybe I'm doing it wrong though, because they get like a hundred likes or something, and it's like, oh, wow, that. this is popular. Only because they put like a thousand hashtags down. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in? Yeah. So. Um, I actually haven't done much. Uh, I, have, I have to say, um, other than sort of like, um, I've been sort of out and about and uh, sort of, sort of some screening. So like, um, uh, I went to the Wakanda Forever screening, multimedia Ooh. screening in London. Um, I'll talk about that later because it's because um, because the film. Uh, I, uh, but being out and about, I have to tell you, it does it does exhaust me. I mean, especially when you've got a certain number of days in a row. Like I, I, I end up going out sort of three days in a row, and for for mo for a lot of people, that's that's fine. There's no problem with that. With me, literally at the end of those three days, I was I was fucking done. I was like, yeah. I just wanted to like creep up in bed and just sleep for the whole day. Um, but I think the main reason why I was mainly contained this weekend, uh, and again, I'll talk about this in more depth later, is because I bought uh, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Good. on wednesday uh, it's a very good game i want to play it I wanna it's play a very it good game i almost didn't get it because it's because games are fucking expensive these days 60 but quid thought, 70 quid yeah 60 quid 63 yeah. quid actually to be well, precise call, 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 call of duty the new one i, I got that recently because yeah. i was like it was, i'm in an r and about like i haven't played like a new game i saw that was advertised that was 70 quid like 69.99 yeah, worth, I mean, I, I'd have to really like something to get to seventy quid. And and God of War, I almost didn't get it because I was just like, am I really into the get God of War that much? I quite enjoyed the first game; thought the first one was very well done. But then I was like, I see, I saw other people getting it, and I was like, oh, I can't miss out on this. It's probably going to be really good. I've seen loads of stuff about it, so yeah, I'll just get it. And I have to tell you, it is it is really good. It's, it's undeniable. It is a really good game. Uh, so I've been pretty much playing that all, all weekend. I think since Wednesday, I've gathered around nearly 11 hours gameplay time and i think nice. i nice. think according to ign and this is a weird 
bracket, but apparently it takes between 25 to 60 hours to complete, which is quite a wide margin. I think the 60 hour people are doing all the side quests and stuff, and the 25 hour people are doing just, just doing, doing the main. Yeah, so main, somewhere in between, yeah. maybe 30, 35 hours or something like that, it will take to complete. Um, but no, it's good. So that's all I've been doing, really. Nice. Well, should we move on to this film? Because I'm kind of conscious of keep it to an hour. I think maybe we were heading towards two hours last time. I don't need to yeah, know that. Near, near, near about, which was probably. great. Which is great. So, didn't need to do an episode last week, did we? So, uh... <laughs> we gave the viewers what they wanted. Yeah, yeah did they? <laughs> we made up for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Annabelle Creation. This is, is this the third we've done or fourth? Fourth, isn't it? So, we've so done... we did Conjuring, Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Annabelle, and this is Annabelle This Creation. is the fourth one. So I think this should have sat before Conjuring yep. 2, I think. No, this is before but... Annabelle, even. So yeah, in the actual... <clears throat> okay. Point. So 12 years after the tragic death of their little girl Annabelle, or B for short, a doll maker and his wife welcome a nun and several girls from a, as I say, shuttered orphanage. Yeah, so that's a weird yeah. that's a weird word. Um because it's yeah into their home. Shuttered. Shuttered. Larry, Maybe. what does that mean? <laughs> or I don't know. <laughs> or is it a misspelling by me? Well the, well, the only other I thought sheltered maybe, but then that sheltered. No. That doesn't make anyway. Did you say desolate? I got that from IBMD no. anyway. On you know I didn't write this. So uh <laughs> so anyway, from I presume like a closed down orphanage or something like that into their home. Um, that's 2017 budget of 15 million box office of 306 million. Um, it's directed by David Sandberg. I think I've got lights out. And did he do Shazam? Yes, he did Shazam. You like Shazam? Do you like that, Larry? Is that up your street? Is that? Well, no, I, I haven't seen Shazam. <laughs> it's funny. it's all right. It's a it's, it's like right. a fun it's like a fun comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's like a fun superhero film, but I wouldn't <laughs> rave about it. I know a lot of people do, especially like with the whole new Black Adam. I still haven't seen Black Adam yet, so I've seen Black Adam, isn't it? So Stephanie Sigmund as Sister Charlotte and Talitha Bateman as Jane Janice, the young girl with polio. I think she had. Um, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. I'd love to know what Jess thought about this. What do you guys think? I want to say something, but I just I'm trying to now Come think on. about the audience because because I think the audiences will like think this like your me for one minute, Larry. I know <laughs> it'd be really difficult. <laughs> uh, I bet you'll be in like the 60s, well, 62. You you think I was throwing bones out? So <laughs> I think 70s. Yeah, in the 70s. 70 is Jess gonna pop up? No, I'm gonna 71 percent. This is not bad. Seven bonus is decent school, you know. It's not bad at all. So I've seen this I don't know five times. Um, I watched it with my son Alex a couple of years ago, so he would have been eleven. Um, we watched it in my office and I had to switch it off at the end. Now there are some scary scenes with that kind of scarecrow thing and the demon and stuff, but actually it did scare him. He watched it now. Um, and 
that kind of scared me as well. So I, I like the ending of this film, and I think it's, I think the best one for me out of the whole Conjuring universe. That might be controversial uh, yeah. to you guys, but no, I think I, it's more rounded. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you. Um, I think of the ones I've seen, this is my favourite yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I think maybe, and and this is kind of uh, uh, this this is both a criticism and a compliment, I guess. Uh, I think it's my favorite because it's the most, it's the one that's most distant from the actual Conjuring universe in a weird way. Yeah. Um, because uh, I mean, uh, as as you said, a sort of synopsis is that you know these these young girls um, from an orphanage are, are sent to live in this sort of remote place in i think somewhere in california isn't it or or, or or somewhere to that effect somewhere in america somewhere in america yes Some, somewhere yeah. I, I i it looked it was quite quite sunny there wasn't it yeah it, was, it wasn't it it was dusty deserty i think maybe yeah it was sort of california it reminded yeah. me a bit of nope you know the sort of like sort of surroundings of note that sort of might have been the um, same place probably yeah maybe yeah and uh and yeah and and, um you get this group of girls and it's pretty simple premise that um the parents who own this house or former parents who own this house their kid died 12 years young 12 years earlier and they have a room dedicated to to their fallen kid and in the room obviously there's a demonic presence and that's the core of key premises of the film can i ask you about the uh little girl dying was that Which, just the, the, the in the program yeah. yeah yeah so so that is like pet cemetery isn't it pretty much yeah exactly, yeah exactly I, I actually thought that was done really well yeah. and i was surprised actually because i was i was i was going into this film after having watched the first Annabelle, Annabelle travesty and I was like okay is this going to be any good or is this just, you know and then I saw that scene I actually I actually got optimistic I was like this is that that scene was I thought choreographed very well I wasn't expecting it I thought it was scary sudden I thought the direct the director is very good in this and actually the writer Gary Doberman uh this is a huge improvement on the first Annabelle and I actually think this is an attempt to wipe away the first Annabelle film in, in a weird way it's like okay that that was okay okay we'll say that that annabelle happened but this is the real prequel this is what this is what it's almost like they didn't have enough time to actually but do it, it links together quite well that the end of it links to the beginning yeah although yeah. i still i still think that was almost well, I tried like explaining that to, to you guys didn't i and i think I yeah confused you. I, but I, I feel like that connection the way they try and connect it to annabelle is kind of at, at least at the end i think was kind of tacked on it was it was good in a way because it made annabelle make sense <laughs> if you know what i yeah. mean it kind yeah. of it kind of put 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 something into it um i was also intrigued actually because i i um and this is sort of typical of me whenever a uh, disabled character comes on screen in a film i'm always excited and nervous because i'm always like okay how is this going to play out is this going to play out the usual way or is it going to be uh, stereotypical um is it going to be weird is it going to be uh, freaky i actually thought it was done rather well i i i really empathize with with her character um i i liked you know uh you know various struggles she had to go through she's always on her own and it's always it's always quite a struggle and i, I quite liked that aspect of her character um 
and actually sort of uh, there's a there's a test actually there's a test called the fries test similar to the bechdel test but for like disability and stuff like that um and uh what, what was it it was um so does the film have more than one disabled character well that's true so you've got you've got that's that's number one so you've got the girl who's disabled but you've also got the mother who's sort of in disfigured yeah yeah dis yeah. disfigured face um and sort of in bed sort of like tucked away sort of thing uh and, and she's there so it passes that it also passes um uh that the characters have their own narrative purpose other than the education and profit of a non-disabled character. I, I I think that's, I think they, they've passed that quite, quite, quite nicely. And it's sort of, because uh, you, you get a sense of her, it's, it's not like um, the other characters are like learning around her. There's some of that, but I think, I think there's, it, it's, it's sort of permissible um, where it doesn't pass the test, which is the, which is the next one is, it's quite a big thing in, in film, film in general it's not too bad but it's the, the the third point is that the disability is cured in some way um and it's it funny because you go you go through the uh, i was going through i did wonder life. how did it get cured well this is the thing this is the interesting thing actually is that in that you go, i sort of watched it i watched about three courses okay okay great they haven't cured it yet that's good because you get this a lot especially with horror movies and fantasy movies in general if there's a disabled character often they're healed in some way not game of thrones because yeah. game of thrones is like revolutionary for its time but sort of uh, things like that um uh, uh, it's it recently a midnight mass did it as well and even though midnight mass was an incredible show i thought that bit of it kind of when they where they just sort of cured the disabled character even though they sort of resolved it in the end was kind of a bit weird but in any case with this it was it was weird so um when so the film you know progress progresses that there's a demon in the house and then the demon takes over the disabled girl um and then she takes possession but as as the disabled girl is getting possessed she suddenly is able to walk again and it's sort of able to terrorize other family groups and eventually sort of take them over as well interesting dynamic really because uh i don't know how that would work sort of spiritually i don't know if like the demon managed to heal her while while they were in the <laughs> in the body sort of thing i, I don't i don't know how that quite works but it's it, I, I suppose it's better in a in, in a way than a lot of representations in that it's not it's seen as a uh, uh, demonic rather than spiritually good because you get you get a lot of this where once a uh, disabled character is cured of things that's great it's great she's cured they're cured and then you've got all the disabled watchers going like oh great thanks you've just erased our identity thanks very much <laughs> but it's sort of uh, but they sort of did it in an interesting interesting-ish way here um and yeah I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the bit of cure but i but i actually i actually fairly enjoyed this film uh when i didn't expect to and i and i was scared um uh, genuinely yeah. I, I thought i thought the setup was quite nice i thought the, the sort of production design of the house was done really well and the visuals were really good i like the whole sort of thing with the with the sort of um uh stair lift i thought that was that was done quite well um and and utilized quite well um i i uh, one thing i didn't like so much is that there was there were, i thought there were just too many characters um to sort of deal with i i think they could have like got rid of at least two of those of those of those girls and just sort of keep it contained to um a few because you, you sort of like i don't know you got through some of them and you're like oh I, I don't really know you so you could die and i don't care but um um 
And then, yeah, as we're seeing now on the clip, the sort of Annabelle's kind of tucked away in this closet. Um, and it's funny, when we get to the end, it sort of ties it back to, you know, what Annabelle is and then and, and trying to figure out what's what's there. and then it ties to the actual series as a whole again I think that's sort of stuck on I don't really think it's that good but it, but the rest of it I thought was done reasonably well but I think the key reason why it's done well is because it's away from the franchise or connecting it to trying to connect it to well they did they did connect it to the nun very briefly but I I, I can forgive did, that it's sort of did the, you watch the end I did put it in the chat, I think. Yeah. So I literally past you know, the end of the film, the credits, the nun appears. I, I, I only... It was the first time I'd seen that. Did you see it, Larry? Mm -hmm. I, I didn't you see did. the nun at the end. I saw the yeah, nun... Yeah, if you watch all the credits, right. right to the end, and then it, the nun comes up. And I think that is the next one in the series anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she did, she does come up about three minutes into the credits. Mm. maybe even longer than that anyway I, I thought i would watch it right to the end and there it was so that was a new one for me so larry is looking quite he's got his arms folded there's lots of no, I, was, no, I, I, was, I was just listening got, i was, I was something to say in a, in a minute now how did this demon just do what it liked all the time when it didn't really need annabelle that's the way it seemed when it took over scarecrows and it took over um you know well, it, this look, even this clip I show it, you know, you can, yeah, it, there was well, some stuff that didn't make sense or why they needed well, even needed Annabelle. Yeah, I mean, again, this is sort of caught up in the series, in the sort of fantasy logic of the series, which is a bit sort of wavering anyway. I think the premise was that it was <laughs> we find out at the end was that, um, they the parents wanted to see their little girl again, yeah, by any means necessary. And did, she, did they pray? What was it? Did they do a ritual? I didn't yeah, quite see did, that. I think they did some sort of ritual where they managed to spawn a, a demonic force that took on the form of their kid, and then obviously the demonic force turns evil and it, it tries yeah. to try to take over. So they get a load of priests in, and the demon is concentrated into the Annabelle doll, yeah. and then they stuff the Annabelle doll into a closet, paste <sighs> loads of Bible verses, and just and just keep it there. Keep it in there. Um, yeah. Again, I, 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 again, I don't know. I don't know the law behind that. I don't. That know. That makes total um, sense, though, as well. That <laughs> um, I, and I, I would, I would like reinforce that room as well if I were them. I, I wouldn't just like, just, just lock it. If there's like a demonic force that's concentrated, what I mean, house really? But, but if anyway, just, just block it off. But yeah, so that's. I, I think that's the explanation. But again, you're right. As I said before, I just feel like it's sort of blue tacked on, <laughs> as opposed to. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I enjoyed it. And you sound like you enjoyed most of it. So here we go, Larry. Unleash. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, this director, so, I think, is very good, by the way. I, 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 do you like Lights Out? I haven't seen Lights Out, you know. I don't think. I like the, I like orig the original show. Yeah, the future. I love short. Yeah, the original. I think I yeah. saw that. Thought. I think I saw that. I didn't. I didn't the, fil that. Made, the film made. I just after about twenty minutes, I just sat there and was like, "Yep, the same things happened again." Where the studio thinks this is scary, and it's not. <laughs> um, I found it scary. I, 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 I think that this film, I think some of the things you said are completely true. 
I like how it's a lot more its own thing. Uh, not all the way, but I like how they do stray away from this whole interconnectedness other than the end. Um, I think the set design is cool. I think the director is very competent, you know, very, you know, a good director. Um, it's just a shame because it's shit. <laughs> like, it just, I think for, for me personally, like, Bring bring up that clip again, the one that you showed with the 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 reflection in the in the window. See, to me, that's just not scary. Like that, to me, it looks like it just looks hilarious. <laughs> it, like you could put a sound effect on it, like as she turns around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I, for me, I going off the back of I think it's insidious. Such sights to show you. I wish, I wish they had sights to show me. <laughs> they never do. I want you to meet my colleague, Dr. Hunter. <laughs> and I want you to get the fuck out of here. It's all <laughs> I love that clip. I love that clip so much. Um, I, I just find that with these films like insidious chapter three did something very similar now i know you could make the argument that like james wan he's producing a lot of these and that's insidious his own three. where the where the girl that's um... a great film isn't yeah. that a prequel as well chapter three. yeah yeah it's yeah. a prequel well, but it's prequel. a similar it's, she's it's alive in all of them and she's meant to be dead isn't she in the first well there's she's one the first... there's there's one where I think it's like at the end it kind of cuts back to where I think it's actually three where she it's a prequel but then at the end they cut it back to like I don't know I'm trying to stretch my memory where she sees the red Darth Maul looking geezer yeah. person <laughs> but my my point yeah my point is just with these films is that I particularly just get so bored when it becomes like you know there's a there's a ghost or demon in the house um i, I again i i said this last time uh, on the podcast previously um and my thoughts just don't change on it um and it's a shame because there are there are so many different ways i think that you could make a good i mean dan recommended uh uh Te is it terrified i always get the because i always think terrifier yeah. but it's not terrifier terrified. terrified and and my when i watch that film i'm like this is a great like i believe it i want to say it was independent but you look at the style choices that are made the visual effects that are used the pacing the types of horror and when I see a film like this, it's no different to lights lights out the the film or the empty man that you know no not the empty man um uh, what's this what's it called it had um uh, is it Lee Wanell it had him in it and what's oh, it the called? Invisible Man the Invisible no man. not Invisible Man he can't you can't say his name it's like don't say it don't Andy think man. it don't don't man. so and so. Oh. And uh, loads, that loads. Empty. What? That's what I'm. That's, no, but that's what I mean. It's not the empty map. But my put. My point being is, it, I'll I'll search it in a second. But my point being is, you have a film that people rave about, which is fine if you like it. 
a hundred percent love it. Like I know a lot of people look at like some of the Marvel stuff or like some of the Star Wars stuff and all sorts of certain types of horror um, that people like and don't like. But for me personally, when I watch like this film, I can sit there and go, yeah, it's better. But I can't then sit there and go, my God. Oh yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was elevated yeah. to a height. Like that I was me. Terrified too, mate. I was no, like Terrifier 2, I will grant you, because, like, again, I haven't seen it. Have you seen, seen it? it? No, oh. no I, I desperately want to. It's just the, the problem it's is... episode it's 100, to... mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but um, I, I just I just find that with these films, they just... you Once you've watched one, you've watched... Yeah. A, it's, they are very... In their formula, they are the same film. It's like hitting copy and paste, but then you change a word or two um and i think that some yes are better but like you know this one is definitely one where i watched it and was like yeah it's all right this was good but you know you were saying this earlier saying like oh this one is quite scary i i do not find these films in any way shape or form scary i don't ever watch them and think like oh my god i sit there and roll my eyes and go how long is this again no 94 minutes that's all right <laughs> that's all right okay i'm like minus credits maybe we're going for 90 to 89 <laughs> minutes if we're lucky oh we've got studio logos fuck we're, <laughs> we're cracking that time down but like i don't know i just i again if you like it a hundred percent fair enough and i know that a lot of people are excited about the new one that's coming and i will yes i will watch it and i all i can hope is that they take it in a different direction but i you know even with this new one that's coming out i'm not expecting anything new i'm expecting the warrens to be in some new scenario yeah. where it's where it's where it's the same thing of you know, one of the characters turning to someone going like, I feel a presence here. It's been here the entire time. And it's haunting this girl. And it's like, yeah. great, great. But, but, Let's get the priest in. Where's yeah. the priest? But that's, <laughs> just, that's that's what you said, is that I actually thought um, this film was better than the others because it didn't resort to the Warren or the priest. Mm. Have a nun in there, but that's that was about it. But it was like, but it was like, because that because that was what annoyed annoys me with a lot of these um films is that I just don't like the clairvoyant. I don't like the they don't like the demonologist aspects. I don't like the fact they get a vicar in or a priest yeah. to sort out the situation when it gets hard. Um, and that it, it always it always sort of that that that's to me that's the formula of the of a lot of these films. Whereas I think with Annabelle Creation, it was far more about the girls and about um, the kind of uh, sort of um, uh, uh, surrogate family that they've that they've formed together. They could have they, uh, they they definitely could have pushed that further. I think, but yeah. it it was far more um, about the characters rather than the um, you know. It <laughs> just it, it, trying to come up with ways to catch the ghost and to conjure it and access it. I, well, I, I, I'm a bit over all that to, stuff. To, um, to, um, to reference something else, if I may, and I think, Kev, I don't know if you've watched last, them yet. Last couple of minutes on this. I don't know if you've watched them yet, so I don't want to like, I won't spoil it if you haven't, but Gilmo del Toro's new series on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't got Netflix. There is an episode on there called the um oh, it's the one with the birds, Ewan. And it has I've... Rick, it has Andrew Lincoln. Oh, I haven't got up to that. I've only seen the first uh, five episodes. Okay, right. okay. 
when I would urge you both watch that. And to me, that is a ghost story. That's a film where I sit there and watch it and say, this is what I would like to see. When I have films that, and, and again, a lot of them are based on events in real life that people we talk about and we're like that was weird that's sketchy or like what was going on there but yeah sorry i'm getting distracted by you i can hear it as well i can hear it whatever's happening i can hear it as well yeah yeah the, the printer's just suddenly turned off <laughs> it just because <laughs> we're talking about ghosts it, yeah. think it's like power guys just like pissing yeah. me off oh, wow annabelle's weird. pissed yeah <laughs> um but no, okay. lo- long long story short i just think that to summarize i d- i don't think these films are like oh my god this is a piece of crap i just for me personally i just find that you can tackle it in such a different way and i get a bit tired now like of these films that are basically copy and pasting and yeah they change up a few things but inevitably you're going to see the same thing and i know that you could argue the same with big action films where it's you know again marvel films you could argue they do the same i agree with that i don't disagree with that i just find that if because i love horror so much like it's a genre that i've always loved i get a little bit kind of tired when you know, I don't mind a B-movie horror that knows what it is and is there, like, you know, going a bit over the top or crazy. But when it's a film that has a budget and they resort to, like, that clip we saw where it's, like, it just, I laugh and just think, there's so much you could do here that could really put me in that seat in the cinema. Like, I want to see the next one. And I just had, we talked about it last time, but it it just feels like with this series, especially, they're looking at it from a Marvel-esque point of view, which mm. is let's franchise, let's... The Annabelle needs four sequels. The Nun has already another fucking yeah, sequel on the way. Doesn't that... These series, how they've done it is maybe different to Halloween and, and, and Friday the 13th and Evil Dead. Mm. But they are their own... All of them, their own universe. Well, yeah. So well, they're, they're doing it in the... the Friday, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, whatever. It's It's... But I, I think that but, but with those films, yeah. they were like, sorry, I, 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 all I was yeah, going to say yeah. was like with those films, they felt like, oh, this is cool. Let's make a sequel or, yeah. or like, oh, let's explore a new idea with, with The Conjuring. It's doing what I think Marvel, which did set a precedent for it, because every company now is trying to do it, at least in some way or form, which is, oh, well, this film is separate, but it connects to this film. And in order to get this film, you need to watch this film. And then once you've watched all of them, we'll lead it to a big climax, in, big climax at the end. And it's the Marvel formula of like interconnecting that, films. And I've I was, watched I, Spot in No Way Home recently, which, uh, yeah. But I, but I do I do think there's a, diff- a difference between the... Um, let's say nightmare on elm street series and this because i think with nightmare on elm street they were they were trying to as bad as they ended up getting that they, they were try, sort of pretty much self-contained only they were sort of going by by background essentially they weren't or at least a lot of them weren't trying to set up for the next one which i think no, is the no. which is one of the major problems of 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 the conjuring series is that they were mm-hmm. kept on trying to especially even though i like conjuring 2 that the major flaw of that film is that they introduce uh, the nun and the nun the nun scenes were I good the nun, i of, thought the nun but, scenes were great and it didn't and, need and, a film yeah another... 
and then the crooked man which um as i shared in the whatsapp uh, a few days Got ago cancelled yep the yes. uh, spin-off movie of the crooked man which has been sort of in development for been, a few years because they don't i I know that they would have sat in a room and they would have gone, what is the story here? Mm. And I have a feeling that somebody probably just read draft after draft and went, is there any point? Like, yeah. shall we just continue with the more popular? Like, and it's a shame because again, you could take the crooked man and you could do something like the Babadook with it. You could do mm. something that's genuinely like, Oh, let's delve into like the human aspect or the even with the ghost aspect, let's do something cr creepy and all that. But instead, they, especially in Con Conjuring Two, in the one scene he's in, it's like all CGI. It looks horseshit, and it's only for a second. And then they want you to go, nah, fuck it, forget it. Don't worry, it's later. It'll come later, or a prequel, or maybe a it sequel. also it, it also like short changes that scene now in Conjuring Two. I mean, obviously, we 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 kind of knew that Crooked Man, the Crooked Man movie, wasn't going to happen. But now that it's confirmed, it's not to happen. That scene in Conjuring Two loses most of its sense because mm -hmm. it's only there. It was only there at the time to build up a spin-off, basically, or you know, a series mm -hmm. where Crooked Man will return and whatever. Whereas now yeah. it's kind of empty. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense um, because of that. And that's the problem you get when you try and set up other movies within the movies themselves. Yeah. Is that there's no guarantee yeah. that <laughs> that 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 will develop in that way. <laughs> yeah, just right so, for one, like right for. Uh, Make a film for just for the. Don't think of your sequels. Just do. Can we rate your this? Film? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy to. Anyone in the group chat? Let me know what you think. Because I know people are watching. Um, I want to give it seven. I enjoy it. I don't look too much into it. It's it's a decent film. I think it sounds great. It looks great at times. Um, one I can watch with the family. What more do you want? <laughs> you know. I. I, I that's good enough for me with with this series. It's not, it's not it's not amazing, but it's definitely one to watch with the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over eight years old, perfect for them. Get you the know? family out and about. They're going to shit the pants and that. So it's it's, <laughs> it's good, mm. good. You know, it's it's a film that could bring a bring them into the horror world and and enjoy plenty more somewhere down the line. That's all you could me anyway. Or you could you watch all the background. Or you, uh, or you could watch The Exorcist, The Thing, The Blob. Yeah, but not until a bit mm. later because that is a little bit more, you know, some of the stuff in The Exorcist I wouldn't want my nine year old to see. Yeah, no, so, no. So, so Annabelle Creation is between The Thing and Scooby Doo Monsters on the yeah, yeah. Well, I would say Scooby Doo, um, that R.L. Stein film, whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, Goosebumps Goosebumps, yeah, yeah, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah, Goosebumps. Now, Goosebumps was a banging film. I thought yeah, it was. So, anyway. I, I like them. I really um, liked Goosebumps. I liked, liked the old show as well. The old show Krampus, the old show you know, that's again, we're doing Krampus was soon, great. Krampus is fantastic. So, yeah, I'd give it seven. You in? Have you seen uh, Krampus, yeah. Ewan? I I haven't, no, but oh. I remember there was there was something at uni about Krampus and I never understood what was going on about it. It's but uh, I don't know if you remember I, that, Lawrence. I do remember, but I can't remember what it was. I remember yeah. it being mentioned. I, th I think I think we were searching for the because I think the Krampus movie was coming out that year, and I think we were searching for it. We saw like we found like a really shitty version of it on like YouTube or something. I don't know. It's a classic thing. Um, but yeah, Annabelle <laughs> Creation. Um, 
I would give it a seven as well, Kev. In, in, a, in, in a rare moment of agreement with you, um, I would say, yeah, it, it was, it was a, it, I, I, I actually really, really liked it, and I found it perfectly entertaining. Um, I, I obviously very flawed in its own way, and there were, I, I have certain issues with it, especially with the sort of how they try and tie it up at the end. But I thought it was directed well. I thought it looked good. I really liked the characters. That's that's another thing is is that liking the characters is kind of rare for me in these series of films and i thought they did it very well with building them up and everything so um yeah it's a seven from me brilliant here we go i'll get a stretch stretch to a four <laughs> i mean i want to get why is why is it why is it being a little bit more positive but what, well, heard why? Well, yeah, no, like, yeah, my 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 reasons are very. Well, much I was the expecting same. a two. That, that's no, no, even so, after you. Oh, well, I, I will, I will, I will say, I'm going to retract. I'm going to say a three, and because I re <laughs> because I think conjuring the first one, I know for a fact that's the highest score that we're going to get from this, from from my personal point of view. But I will give it a three, and that's the reason why is because I think the set design is good. I do like certain aspects. My my biggest, like I said, my biggest issues are, you know, what did I sit there and at the end of it go like, yeah, you know what? This is checked. No, I sat there and went, fuck's <laughs> sake. I've got one more Annabelle film. I've got the pissing nun. And then I and then I have this bollock it's like that was the um, working title <laughs> the, yeah. pissing nun. the pissing nun the and pissing then i've got an, i've got another one that's called like the curse of la Lorena or something yeah, which la i watched what which i which i watched once and ironically we mentioned scooby fucking do but the actress from scooby doo's in it <laughs> who is it um, <laughs> yeah yeah Vel velma from, oh, from Linda Cardinelli, or something yeah, like yeah, that. and was she and... the most. Oh, I like her in Scooby Doo. She was good. Yeah. I liked her in Scooby Doo. I don't like her in Curse of. Oh, I can't wait to watch it again now. I might buy that. I just, my, yeah, it's just, it's just, oh, it's just. I don't All know. Right. So me, you're giving at, it a at three. This, at this point, yeah, at this point, I just feel like it's similar to the Nightmare on Elm Streets in that they decrease because they are very much a studio going like next next what's next for the conjuring universe whereas it's not somebody sitting there going do i want to tell a cool story anymore which is sad because i think that should be the heart of it yes money in hollywood and all that but i don't know so it's, it's a bit of a shame anyway. waste them all fucking time <laughs> fucking time anyway on that note let's move on to dan's hot pick <laughs> But, but indeed. So he chose Belzebub or something. And the problem I've got is I couldn't watch it because I couldn't find it anywhere to watch it. I couldn't find it either. I'm not actually um, going to. I had a real lie. issue, and even on the VPN, getting hold of it. So I'm keeping it on the list because it looks really, really good. But I'm sure I've seen it before anyway. And I think I might have saw it on Shudder, but I can't find it at the moment so um, that was dan's hot pick that was uh, a great <laughs> this, this, is what's, this is what's amazing i i replaced it with something so oh. when my when uh, annabelle creation was being made for some reason they wanted people to enter some two minute short films called my my annabelle creation yeah i saw so there was a that. so there was a few of them so i watched three or four of them and the one that interested me was the swedish 2017 Two-minute film called the Lawrence's face is just <laughs> Lund, 
I didn't even realise this. Yeah, yeah you, right. you right, mate. You got to see him. They're two minutes long. So I watched Blonde Blonde's Lullaby, um, right. which was the biggest load of horse shit I've seen in quite a while. <laughs> so, so. I mean, they are not selling me on it, but <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so there was there was two girls like going to bed, and 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 she, and she gets in the bed, and there's a load of umbrellas behind her. That's meant to be, and that is literally all I could work out. There was also one called the nurse. Um, this girl, I, I shouldn't give it away. Really, let us. I'm going to give this one away. So there was one called the nurse, and there's a girl. She's in hospital. Um. I think this is American, that one. And she's got like bandages over her eyes. So she's in bed and she hears weird stuff. And then you see is enough like they're pushing in a, a, a hospital trolley, but she's blind, laid in bed and, and no one's pushing it. It's doing it by itself. So it's building the tension in that two minutes. Then obviously when she wakes up, the nurse comes in and undoes her bandages and it's like this nurse monster thing so that was that two minute shocker um <laughs> there's another one called the confession which is british um that's in someone confess i don't know yeah she's she's in she's doing a confession like we all do we go to church don't we obviously and sit there and yeah. confess <laughs> um and she's doing that very british thing um and then in her house, there's like multiple demons, and they're, they're actually quite good. So the the three I think I watched out of the six, I think, um, that was the better one, the British one. Um, it actually did something, but I know I know you can't do a lot in two minutes, but these were the winners of the competition. I I would argue against that. See, I think you can do a lot in two minutes oh i know we all know uh, that don't we <laughs> um... <laughs> <Hey -o. laughs> um no but my my um yeah like when I any longer think... is a waste isn't it so... <laughs> <laughs> but um no i just think i just think i don't know this is my this is my whole point of what i'm talking about about the conjuring series is that you have no no again Fair play, they went out and they made something. I have not seen them, so this is just basing on what I've heard. But this is what I'm talking about. You get you get people who see these films and they go, this is what this is. And it's like, oh, God, just go and watch something else. <laughs> Please. <laughs> can, you, can you watch some of these two-minute ones, though, Larry? I'd love to know your thoughts. Are they, well, are they, are they on YouTube? Are they on YouTube? Yeah, they're all on YouTube, yeah. So if you put in My Annabelle Creation... Most They're also listed on the um yeah on the Annabelle on the... Creation Wikipedia page. The the short films <laughs> listed. I'm yeah. not. I'm just gonna go YouTube. I'm not going to the bloody wiki page of Annabelle. <laughs> yeah, but to know, but to know what they are, you can't just type <laughs> things into YouTube and just assume. I'll, I'll find will... my way. Yeah. <laughs> I will try and watch this Bowsy Bob for whatever it's called. It's got Jigsaw in it, isn't it, or whatever his name is. Wait, is that the one? Is that the one Bell. where is that the yeah I was gonna say if it's got Tobin Bell is that the one where yeah. he's like a Jesus sort of like um, yeah I think so um, I've, I've seen, seen I've I have seen that Dan uh, it was it was all right like it was Dan, good I don't think Dan's if it's the one right? if it's the one with Tobin did. if it's the one with Tobin Bell in it the one I'm thinking yeah. of I actually like some some of the concepts in that I actually really did enjoy but again I just think it suffers from. I don't know. I think there's some elements of it that could have just been worked on a bit better. But I don't. I'd have to check this. I don't know if they're the same film. 
I think so. So anyway, let's move on to what we watched this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? But I'm going to make this quick, okay? Spider-Man No Way Home. Horse shit. Oh, yeah, okay. no, no, because I know, I know what you're gonna say. I, I know what you, I know what your selection is, and you'd say no way home is horseshit. Yeah, when, when, what was I, yeah, I know. Be... I saw the list. I saw the list as well earlier, and I was like, I know what's coming, and I'm just old. gonna have to sit old. Much better on the second watch. <laughs> did, did you pick up stuff which you didn't pick up? Yes, before? it's really right. good and a bit weird. Um, certainly that. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Old. I'm gonna get the, uh, the, uh, the maybe the 4K version oh. or the you know the, the 10 one. That'd be nice. Oh. Um, so Morbius, I watched. Um, uh, I, ha I haven't seen it, but apparently it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it is terrible. It could have been. It could have. I'm not gonna tell you. I think it's good because I don't. Um, <laughs> um, but it kept me engaged. Yeah, which is it's a, a meme. It's very funny to watch if you're watching it in yeah. like as a comedy. It's Jared it Leto was... in it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Matt Smith. And Matt Matt, Smith I thought Matt Smith was quite good, though he's good in most stuff, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, he is good in it. He's he's a good I actor. Think though, the Morbius guy, he, he overplayed it over whatever it. But um, Leto really. <laughs> it's just he's in a band, isn't he? Yeah, thirty seconds to Mars. Now, they're band. quite good though, so why don't yeah. you just stick to that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I watched that. I'm, I'm quickly going through it. I don't want to discuss it too much, but I watched Orphan again. Um, oh yeah, I like Orphan. That, that, That's a good that, film. That 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 was really good. Only because I'm going to just watch the second one shortly. Mm. Um, so I wanted to watch that again and see if I picked up on anything. Yeah, there are bits. Obviously, once you've seen it once, you know what's going on. Um, and my favourite. My favourite film of the year, Terrify 2, two and a half hours nearly of madness. It <laughs> has musical numbers in it, or a number in it. Um, and it's just a film that just, obviously they just sat around a table, whoever wrote it, and thinking of all these kill scenes they could put together and, and stretch it out into a film. And that's all it is, but it is a lot of fun. And the clown is absolutely superb. The way he plays it, the comedy. There's even a bit where he goes to a laundrette, which just makes me like. I think I sent you a couple of images of him without many clothes on. Did <laughs> you see that? It was just a hat. Yeah. So it, I want to do this as an episode. I know we did Terrifier as an episode once. Did Did you do that, Ewan, with us? I feel like it was a, meant, a hot pit, or so, but I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I haven't. I seen don't it. know if you did it. I remember Jess did it. I felt a bit bad, really, because there was. A I I remember doing bit. that as well. Yeah. So I don't know if we do it as a main feature or not, but I really liked it. I got it. I I, I purchased it on iTunes, and I think that came out over here on the first day you could get it. It was, it was only ten pounds, I think. There's extras and stuff on it, but loved it. I'm going nine on this one. I think there's going to be more. It's opened the door. It is supernatural and whatever else. It's just, yeah, it's just so much fun. So I'd watch it, Larry, and then we can discuss further because I think maybe 
you'll see. I, I've listened to some other podcasts and they've described how they felt about this, and I, I get that. But I, I think sometimes people are just overanalyzing what this well, I think me meant to be. I was going to say, I think this, sense. this, I think this, the, the, because when I first watched the first one, I, I will admit I was a bit like, oh, right, okay. But then on a second viewing, I was like, I think this is just the, these filmmakers actually having some fun. And then yeah, they are having fun. So that was 30,000 that first one, and they made money. Yeah. This one, they spent 300,000 making it. It's done 10 million already. Mm. But it knows, it knows, think... it knows what it is. And I think that's yeah. the biggest thing about it that is why it's very good because i think that yeah i mean i haven't seen the second one but from what i've heard is i've heard like there are so many like outrageous kills and it's like also oh, kills are amazing and, and, and I think, brutal and over 10 minute kill scenes so i think it's like it knows what it is and they're just having fun like i think in that regard if you're doing that it's fine like i should <laughs> i laugh at swamp ape because yeah. because I feel like that film was deadly, almost trying to be serious, where it then comes across like it's very memeable, like you could say. But with Terrifier, I think the quality of it, especially rewatching the first one, I think they just know what they're they're doing. And yeah, you get films like that all the time. I think the guy watch. who directs it, writes it, I think his background is not not special effects. What do you call it? The, the real stuff. The practical effects. Yeah, he's a practical effects, and you can see that everything's mm. set up that way. Um, nothing makes sense most of the time, mm. and uh, yeah, it's just it's just fun, and, and that's how I take it. And, and I know there's going to be probably a few more because that character's here to stay. I think they start the clown. So let's pass over to you guys. So that you know, that's two weeks worth of films there, really, for me. Um, I'll. I'll go really quick just because mine yeah. are kind of like I haven't really watched anything too new. Um, but, but can I just say on Spider Man, mm -hmm. that made no sense at all to me. Absolutely. I don't know what's going on, what, mm -hmm. what they were thinking. And, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> Terrifier 2 made more sense as, as a storyline. I got from that, but Spider-Man No Way Home, I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Well, and it was I, like I, when I, I took I, my wife to watch The Matrix. I, I, <laughs> I will say on this that I mean I, I'm I've one like really enjoyed No Way Home. Um mm -hmm. I will say it is it is a fan service movie. I, yeah, I, no, hundred percent. It is about gathering. Those Don't together. get me wrong. But but I, but I would also I would also argue that a lot of the films, uh, and maybe you'd agree with this, Lawrence, a lot of the films in the Marvel franchise, or at least for me, don't make logical sense. It's just, it's, for me, it's just about, you know, them getting somewhere, they invent some sci-fi whimey uh, reason to go there, and that's the sort of, that's the point. And I think you can make that case for, for most of the Marvel movies. There, you know, there's yeah. some of the better ones that do this. But I, I feel like once you've got past that, I think, I, I think it's a perfectly enjoyable, especially when you're like me and probably like you as well, Lawrence, where we grew up on, you know, Tobey Maguire as, as Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sort of like Andrew, especially for me, it was like, Spider-Man was my favourite superhero growing up just because of like, 
not just the movies but also the games and everything mm. like that and i always used to like read the annuals of the comics and stuff like that so it's kind of it was kind of more resonant for me i guess i, I when i was watching it I, I did i did i did obviously see the flaws but i was like no i'm, I'm having a good time i'm having a good time watching this yeah. so uh well there's yeah. there's like like you said there's loads in the marvel films like even like my favorite's infinity wars to this day it still is because it's the, one of my favorite comics um but that has so many flaws in it that if you sat there and literally went oh okay let's pick this apart it's like yeah you could destroy it in seconds but like you said it's more about i think the enjoyer the enjoyability of it like the i'll yeah. sit down almost turn your brain off a little bit and just yeah. enjoy like because you do you know... that with the conjuring then please <laughs> no. What, no. exactly what you just said play it back Right. Yeah. And then, I, go I, watch, then go and watch the nun. But he, no. but he, but he acknowledged this as he was saying those Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. I cannot and will not because they are two separate entities. One of them. <laughs> one of them goes, "Hey, we have a guy who throws a shield, and the shield makes no fucking sense. But hey, run with it. It's fun." The other one goes, "Hey, do you want to see the same fucking horror trope in?" every single thing we do just to shove it out and shall we take yeah, yeah all the, all the <laughs> superhero stuff's the same i know but i will agree with that like yeah, i will happily agree that both both of them share similarities in that there are so many of them that you could argue that they are not too dissimilar to the one that comes before yeah. but what i like about marvel films other than what the conjuring does is that marvel takes from these comic books that have been you know widely loved i know not everyone likes comic books and that's completely fair but if you're a fan of them you kind of go i wish i could see that story on screen and some marvel will sometimes as, as same with no way home they will fan service and go this is what people want to see it might not make too much sense or this might be a bit too whatever whatever but equally like the performances and everything are still really good the effects i think are still really good william defoe in that film is fantastic returning into that old goblin character that yeah. i remember watching him as a kid i liked i liked Where, it, but yeah whereas the conjuring goes oh can you act no nah fuck it come on <laughs> we're, on a time crunch. we're on a time crunch oh do, what do we need do we do we need prosthetics for this scene nah fuck it go on paint uh fucking a contact lens and just do a weird like face like you're chewing a satsuma like eek. And it's just like, no. So, uh, you know, I, I respect that they are very much same in some regards, but they are opposite in many. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> just, ah! <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll, I'll be really quick with mine. So, um, yeah, sorry. Um, Rhea um, ha hadn't seen a fair, f a, a few films that we were talking about. So we were like, fuck it, we'll, we'll watch them. So we watched Little Shop of Horrors, which nice. I think is a great yeah, film. A later one, the 18th one. Yeah, with Rick, yeah. Uh, Rick Morales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, really good, enjoyable. Um, we watched Bad Boys Two. We had seen that one, but we were just like, "Fuck it, Bad Boys Two, whack that on for an evening." Um, we watched the new amb. I say the new, but Ambulance. Ironically, so yeah, we watched I look forward to seeing that. Yeah. We what we what we watched Bad Boys Two, and then we were like, "I was like, oh yeah, we should watch." I want Ambulance good. I, I, look, I'm not going to say it's a masterpiece or bullshit like that. I just think it's, a, again, a film that is so Michael Bay, but I enjoy it because for different reasons of, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know the actor's name, but I like the guy he plays across. Um, 
I also like how th there's like shots in it with drones that they like, I watched the making of and how they did that. And I think the guy who operates the drones is very talented. I'm not saying that that goes to the film of making it great, but I just think it's enjoyable. I would never, if someone said it's shit, I would never go, oh, you're wrong. I would go, yeah, yeah, I see. I, it, yeah. But I, I just find it enjoyable and just a quick watch. And it's, 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 I say a quick watch. There's still over two hours, but you know what I mean? Um, then we watched um, Suspiria. Uh, the new, the newer one. Um, I obviously we've we've talked about it before many a times, but I really like it. Yeah, Rhea, did, Rhea, Rhea didn't. Okay, <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. It's, it's, it's just two and a half hours, isn't it? So that's quite a long time. Yeah. Long horror. Well, movie. for the first, obviously, I'd seen it before, so for me, I'm watching it. I hadn't seen it in a while, so I'm watching it like, oh yeah, this and this and. This is oh yeah the build up to this and yeah. it was just funny because the different reactions I was sat there like <laughs> I was sat there like oh I know what this is setting up I would yeah. turn and just see like eh? ah <laughs> uh, um and then we watched Beetlejuice as well um good film um and then Doctor Who is the only thing been rewatching the David Tennant sort of ones yeah. we're not doing them in order we just like pick one like we're like oh which one and it's like oh yeah this one. Um, which has been, I love doing that. It's it's so much fun. And I, I am really looking forward to his David Tennant's three specials that are coming yeah, out and how, how they're going to bridge that. I might account. watch them. I haven't watched it since, well, for a long time. But yeah, well, neither, neither, neither have I either. I, I gave up halfway through Matt Smith and then I watched Matt yeah. Smith's ending and yeah. then Peter Capaldi. I, he's a great actor, but I felt the story kind of fell a bit. And then after that, Jodie Whittaker and I'm not saying I think she's a phenomenal actress I love her in Broadchurch yeah. but I, I the story for me for them just shoved me away yeah completely yeah. there are there are good episodes with with all of them um mm. but I agree the direction they took with uh with Chris Chibnall took was was such just very, such odd yeah it was just odd um, yeah but I but I would recommend to anyone uh because I've done this a few times just to do a, a whole series binge of the first um well the first four series and and then the the tenant specials because it's just yeah because the way they do it the way they build up the final episode through every episode is just yeah. genius and they don't they didn't really do that with the latest series which i thought was no. a crushing disappointment really but it was it was so it's so sort of it's built mm. up so well and, and then the finale just is such a, a well, emotional clash you know it's just so yeah. great well and an, an example because i completely agree with you a hundred percent completely agree like start with like christopher eccleston his first episode and just go through them all the way through david tennant's then watch his specials but uh, like just to, like i hadn't i hadn't watched doctor who for a while you need like, to go back further yeah oh yeah, well, no yeah yeah no i, I love the, Bay, really. yeah no, i i i love those ones as well but yeah. i mean like when you're on a casual just watching i i'll just pick certain episodes like oh christopher eccleston like mm, yeah. still the episode with the church and the the car that keeps going oh, around yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and you're like oh i want to watch that one but i watched one again because i hadn't watched it because we've just restarted watching it um because Rhea's very into doctor who so we were like talking about it and i watched the madame de pompadour one yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was blown away with just how good like i literally i sat at the end like kind of just like head in hands like this is so good like this 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 could be a film yeah, yeah, and yeah. it would blow my mind, and yeah. yet it's it's BBC TV like television, yeah, yeah. 
and every single and it's like really emotional as well and like i just sat there going like oh i miss this like i miss yeah. tuning in every saturday i think mm. it was wasn't yeah, it saturday, and being like yeah. you'd have a teaser at the end of each episode i'd be like oh what's next yeah. and you would be you would be waiting oh, you're bringing like, me back yeah. you're bringing me back now it's so <laughs> nostalgic <laughs> you'd be waiting just for the weekend, like, oh, Saturday, it's on. And you'd like look at the time, like, oh, it starts soon, it starts soon. And, and there was no like... arguments. That, well, at least in no, my family, there was no, no arguments no, no. about having Doctor Who on. It was no, just no. Always, it, yeah. and, and you'd always tune in five minutes before to make sure you didn't miss it. And you'd be yeah. sat there like, oh, my God, it's starting. And then you'd hear that noise where it go, So I missed that. So I really want that back. And I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I am. So, but that was everything I've I've watched. Um, in terms of me, so yeah, as I mentioned before, uh, God of War Ragnarok. Um, I think it's really, really good. Um, so far, I've played about 11 hours of it, as I've said. Um, I don't think it's as emotionally resonant as the first one because the first one was literally father and son going up, uh, climbing up a mountain to scatter their mo- the, the uh, son's mother's ashes or his, uh, the God of War's mother's ashes. And there's a it's a great emotional resonance to that. The second one doesn't have that much emotional resonance but it is still a really gripping narrative and it's actually really a kind of because atreus who's the son is kind of like a kind of a young teenager now and it's kind of a, more of a coming of age narrative and i think that's that's a really good angle to take with this um it's it's ridiculous as always like you know it, it's really based in sort of norse mythology so it's kind of um, you sort of exploring around there and exploring more of the father-son dynamic between the two of them. And it gets really emotional and just really subtle um, psychological hints as well, just like glances that they give to each other. I mean, that's sort of the genius of graphics nowadays is that you can get sort of subtlety of human emotion on people's faces now like never before. And it's just it's just brilliant. And I, But I did cry within like the first five minutes. I won't reveal why, but there's just that something happens to a certain thing and it just it was just crushing even though it was only on for like five minutes i'm just like oh my god why why have you done this already um but yeah it's it's a great game so far so i recommend it um i also saw uh black panther wakanda forever um i will say as i've said in previous weeks that i am gaining a kind of superhero fatigue at the moment and i'm just I've, i feel so sort of like i'd much rather stick on and a really small indie drama nowadays and just and just avoid sort of big explosions in action um i did re-watch the first black panther film um and i thought i i, I still think it's a very good film um especially with all the topics it's covering so you know um colonialism for one i mean that i never thought i'd see that in a superhero movie co- covered before i'd saw black panther and they did it really well black panther wakanda forever was also really good i thought it was better than the original black panther um it's very sort of somber in tone because obviously because of the death of chadwick boseman who was the um the the black panther um and it takes on a very yeah very somber very um sort of funereal in in a weird way and it's about that uh so so, uh, this isn't really spoiler because it happens in the first 10 seconds but um uh, so the Black Panther, T'Challa, King T'Challa, he gets a mysterious illness and suddenly dies, which is pretty much the second of, of Bozeman's death. And they have a big funeral and it's about like who succeeds him. Uh, but then he get there's a new threat um, of basically the Marvel equivalent of Aquaman, um, Namor, I think he's called. Yeah. Um, and But it's also similar to um, uh, Killmonger from the first one. 
it's about sort of seeking revenge on slavers and colonialists and and stuff like that which i think even though it's a bit copy and paste in terms of in terms of villainy i still think the black panther villains are so much better than the majority of, of marvel villains i just think they're drawn so much better and they're far more sympathetic and far more enjoyable um i, I would rank this sort of highly um on the sort of mcu lists for me i i i, I think for me i i if this was the last Marvel movie I, I would ever see, I would be fine with that um, mm. because I think, and it ends on such a beautiful note. And I think you could see that Ryan Coogler is really pushing all cylinders in this, in this film, because it's clearly a tribute to Chadwick Boseman and it's, and it's sort of everyone's working extra hard. And there were times there was a battle scene in it that reminded me a lot of two towers, just in terms of how it was like choreographed at Helm's Deep. So just in terms of how it's choreographed, so it's choreographed very well. Um, but it did make me think, it did make me realize that clearly the that the producers of all these movies or the whole so Kevin Feige, whatever. Clearly, there are films in the series where they were like, "Okay, this one's going to be less good, but we'll put it out anyway." And then it's clearly that struck because you can't because obviously it's a law of averages, isn't it, with these things? Which mm -hmm. is like, which you know, it's not completely unexpected, but it's a uh, it's just it's just a system that doesn't really work well, me. But I did enjoy this film. I thought it was emotionally engaging. I thought it was great, um, and I thought the action scenes were done very well. And I thought it was funny. I mean, that's the great thing that Marvel movies do beyond um, any other superhero movies is that the humor is just always there. And I think that's mm. that's always you can rely on that. So I thought that was very good. Um, I also saw The Wonder, which is a new film with Florence Pugh, um, uh, based in rural Ireland in sort of the 1860s, where Pugh plays an, an English nurse who's sent to investigate a claim by an 11-year-old girl that she has starved herself for four months and survives only on manna from heaven. And it's, but it's, about, it's basically about investigating these sort of religious superstitious claims and trying to poke holes in them and um, the kind of cruelty that can come with um, sort of religion when it's in, in, in that kind of context. I thought it was very good. Um, it, it 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 was an interesting one because it starts off with like um, basically it's it's a period drama, but it starts off looking at like a soundstage, like the inside of a soundstage, and it sort of pans across to like um, film sets or the outside of film sets, and then it pans to an actual film set in which um, it's a period drama, and they close into it. It's basically about the sort of artifice of stories and stuff like that. I thought it was a bit heavy-handed, but I, the, the point is there, and, and it, it, it does sort of, it's a bit heavy-handed throughout the film where it's like, um, stories are great, and but they're also artificial and they're also subjective and stuff like that. Um, they they go on a bit hard in that, but I think the overall concept is is very good, and I think I like that kind of rural environment of like you know, there's a lot of like um, residents who don't like the fact that the nurse is coming in instead of a nun, and you know all all that stuff. And I thought it's a good film. I, I uh, took it out the wonder. Um, also, to end, I, I watched all of the Bear on Disney Plus, which is about a, um, a formerly a Michelin star chef. Um, his brother suddenly dies, and his brother was a was the owner of a Chicago-based sandwich shop. Um, and because the brother dies, um, the chef feels like he should um, try and keep the restaurant going. It's a really sort of anxious series. It's very sort of um, fast-paced and actually, and you can kind of see why people like Gordon Ramsay are such assholes is because they're so sort of in the zone of that and they swear at everything and everything's like messed up and everything goes wrong. And it's one of those kinds of series, but I thought it was really good. And everyone's kind of like, all the characters are kind of traumatized from uh, the brother's death because the, the, the brother um, died by suicide. And it's that kind of 
there's a kind of like trauma hanging over them and that's why they're upset a lot of the time um but i i, I really recommend it. it's on disney plus it's a really good um series um episode seven i'll just say this episode seven make sure you have tea ready after you watch it because it's such it's so anxiety inducing it's about 20 minutes long it's the shortest episode of the series but you're watching it and it's literally so fast that it's just you, you want to sort of you have to have a chill you have to have a chill after mm. it it's fine um that's about it good pretty cool mm. we watched that's two weeks of uh Various... Well, I've condensed it. I've got... Yeah, I've I know. I, know. I can imagine. <laughs> um, so I'm quite looking forward to our ne next episode, which will be episode 98. The is nun. The nun is that the nun? Yeah, yeah. indeed, the nun. <laughs> call, can we call it the pissing nun? So my... <laughs> the pissing nun. Yeah. So that's that's my son. Um, just come oh, up, hello. Pongo McFury. Yeah, he's saying hello. He watches a lot of horror films with me. So. Uh... He'll probably watch The Nun. You're going to watch The Nun with us, Alex? See what he says. So, yeah, we got that. <laughs> if you want to follow us on uh, Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod and Instagram and uh, boneshorrorpod at gmail.com. You want to email us. Um, and Dan's hot pick, hopefully, we'll get to. Bowser Boff, if I can find it. I'm probably going to have to buy that, haven't I? So, uh, I can't remember where I was. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I can't. I think it must have been on uh, Internet Plus sure. sort of in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an hour and 20 minutes tonight. So I think we'll be around next weekend. Hopefully, Jess is well again with uh, no trailers tonight. So never mind. Right. So I'm going to play us out. <laughs> see you all next week then. Thanks see very much later. for watching Thanks. and listening. And we will see you hopefully next week. Cheers then. Bye-bye.